again, all my gorgeous listeners, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Glow West podcast, where we are here to chat all about the wonders of sex, sexuality, and the body. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline West, and as always, I'm delighted to be part of the Tortoise Shack Network, where you can find tons of podcasts on politics, culture, society, trans rights, and of course, me with the sex podcast. If you like what we do, please do consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack. It really does help to keep the mics on or please pop over to Apple and rate and review. If you want to contact me about the podcast, you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Glow West Podcast. So today I'm talking about someone who had a very uh, unfortunate mishap quite recently involving a sex toy that went a little bit array. Um, and she happened to actually live, well, live tweet, live story, live story, whatever the expression is for putting it up on your Instagram stories um the whole ordeal the poor thing so today I'm talking to Emma who is an artist and a carer as well as an advocate now for butt plug safety after a first day took a turn for the worse landing her in A and E she now wants to ensure that other people don't have to go through what she did by encouraging others to seek out high quality sex toys first and immediate medical attention second if the same thing happens to them. So Emma put it, you can see the highlights um, of her ordeal on her Instagram at Wolverine Tits, which Emma is a fantastic Instagram um, username. <laughs> How are you keeping? <laughs> Thank you. I'm good now. Yeah, I'm all here and I'm feeling lots better and Honestly, I, yeah, like you said, I just want to keep talking about it because the amount of people that messaged me that were saying um, that they wouldn't have gone to hospital, that was like the biggest thing for me because um, I actually thought the same thing. I wasn't actually going to go and then I rang a friend and they said to me, no, you really have to go. And I was kind of thinking, oh, are you sure? And like, so, and the doctors all said, you need to get out the message that you have to go immediately. So that's my biggest thing now. Oh God, yeah. And and I think you, you will encourage people to go because, the, so the kind of, so let, let, let's start from the start. So you were using the kind of butt plug that's kind of really common. Those ones with the little jewels on the end, the kind of metal type ones. Yeah, it was from the one, the specific one I had was from Love Honey and the amount of people as well actually that wrote to me and said, because I had like 300 messages overall, but the amount of people who said the actual same thing to them has happened, but also with that specific one. Okay. Um, and uh, people noticed that basically the plug part that stays out was almost the same width as the part inside you. So obviously it would really, it doesn't have a tapered base, which I found out was the most important thing, obviously look for so like obviously it would happen but it was yeah it was just mad <laughs> yeah and you unfortunately found out the wrong way so let's start from the start so you thought you were going to have this super hot afternoon of fun and you got the butt plug out and you thought everything's going to be great it's going to be orgasms aplenty and then that didn't exactly happen yeah so exactly so I was um went like yeah we were hanging out whatever had a few drinks um started to whatever you know get off of each other and stuff and then um I, this guy and then he was like oh he said something in my ears and that I wasn't listening because I was too busy obviously having fun and then he was like did you hear what I said and I was like what and he was like it's it's gone all the way in and I was like what are you talking about and he was like it's it's gone and I was like oh god and then I didn't freak out because I kind of thought okay if I panic it's not gonna help anything right now um, so I sat there and I was like, okay, and I just did a few breaths. And then I basically put my finger up there, but I could feel it. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, not all hope is lost. We're good to go. Um, and I was just like really slowly moving. So I was like, okay, I don't want to make anything worse. 
I don't want to like, I don't know what's going to happen. So I have to just be chill. And then I think basically from standing up and moving around and stuff and clenching actually basically moves things more upwards. So I literally made it worse, but I didn't know. And then it was just gone. And I was like, oh God. Oh, but I had kind of a mentality that I didn't. I know, I was so scared, but I, as, I forgot to say, sorry. So I was drinking, so I was drunk, thank God. I think because I think it actually made me not freak out being drunk. It had me so relaxed because normally I think if that had happened to me, you know, any other time I would have been like crying and like really freaking out. Yeah. Um, and so I rang my friend and I was kind of like, hey, like, what would you do? I was kind of, I had the mentality basically, if I leave it in there, it'll come out eventually. Like that's how your body works. That's what I thought, you know, in a day or two, whatever. Um which is the worst possible thing you could think now uh, that I know. And he was like Googling it and stuff. He's like, no, babe, I think you really need to go to hospital. Um, and then the funniest part was I left your man here because I was like, oh, I'll probably be back in an hour. I'll probably just, <laughs> they'll just help me get it out. And I'll so be, you just yeah, think you, you can take me, off? You know, <laughs> take up where you left off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, exactly. I was like, oh, babe, you just hang out, babe. Watch a bit of telly and it's grand. Don't even worry about it. Um, and when I got to Annie, um, and obviously he, for a lot of people were commenting saying, why didn't he go with you? But because of Corona, I knew they wouldn't let him in. So just for anybody wondering, thinking that, he, that he's <laughs> awful, that's the reason I said there's no point in going. <laughs> um, and when I, when you go to Amy, they give you kind of, you know, the slip that kind of puts you in a group of, you know, how bad your problem is, if you get me. Yeah, yeah. And she handed me the slip. She goes, here, you to the doctor. And it said red zone on it. And I was like, oh. And I was oh. like, okay, the red zone. That's interesting. <laughs> That's not going to make you like, panic. Okay, I'm not going to freak out. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to freak out. But that's like the worst zone, as we know. Um, and I was still kind of calm because the initial doctor was kind of like, okay. I got a, sorry, I got a scan, obviously, to see where it was inside me to make sure and obviously, you know, just to check. Um, and she was kind of like, okay, I really think with like proper lube, like medical lube and like tools and stuff. She was like, it's going to be really horrible, but I think we can just kind of do it locally. You know, we can just kind of yank it out, which is kind of disgusting. But, you know, I was like, okay, great. That sounds great. Let's do that. Um, and then basically my scan came back and it had flipped sideways inside me, if that makes oh sense. Instead of being up, it was, yeah, it was like sideways um, and heading like really close to my bell. And obviously I didn't know like your bells are, and everything, your kind of, your insides are basically made of mush. So because it was metal, if it had hit off it, it, it would basically be like half a bell or, you know what I mean? Yeah. It would be like a serious thing. So she came back and obviously I'm so drunk still so <laughs> and she was like okay we're not going to worry until you feel like cramps and I was like okay I don't have those so like great everything's great um and then obviously two minutes later I started getting cramps and I said to her look I don't know if I'm making these up because you just said it to me like maybe I'm kind of just think I've cramps but I don't because you just told me but I really am in a lot of pain um and she was like oh god okay we're gonna do another scan and she gave me two Tylex which I took not thinking oh I'm quite drunk so <laughs> I ended up getting sick everywhere which actually proved to be really good because I had to go to surgery and have time to fast so the doctor was like no that's really great you got sick and I was like thanks okay <laughs> that's not what you um, often hear so when you're vomiting <laughs> yeah I know it was very messy and then basically so I was kind of trying to be calm and she came back I kind of still had hope it would be all fine and she said hi you're just going to meet the surgeon and I was like 
being like, well, you told me that we were going to do this, you know, just me and you. She was like, it's it's too far gone. She was basically like, you you're, you need to get emergency surgery. If it hits off your belly, you'll have, um, I think it's called a stoma bag. Uh, for she was like you could have it for a year she's at least eight months oh, wow. um you know it's when you can't like, go to the bathroom and stuff yeah and she was like and I'm obviously uh, sorry I'm type 1 diabetic so healing and stuff anyway for me like takes way longer yeah, and yeah. you know diabetes like autoimmune so my body's basically a pile of piss anyway so <laughs> it was like oh god <laughs> And I was kind of panicking, thinking, God, if I get that, I won't be able to work. I won't be. I have to move out. I have a like. It was a big like domino effect of panic, basically. Yeah. Um. So they rushed me to surgery. Um. I was also really nervous and everything. And they were. It was kind of like a movie. They were like running me down the hall in this bed, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like it's very dramatic, but. They were basically saying if you miss your slot in surgery, obviously because it's done by priority, then you kind of have to wait longer. And obviously, if we had a waited, then it could have hit off me and then, you know, all that stuff. So then the surgery went well. Um, I didn't have to be. There was two options, basically, to go up through, like, my back passage or to cut up my stomach. And they were like, we won't know till we're in there. So I kind of woke up really panicked, but they were able to just go up through my back passage. Everything was fine. Um, and that was what happened. But it was it was all very quick. So it was a bit it was really scary because kind of all these decisions had to be made. Yeah, yeah. The panic of all that. Like it just seems like one minute you're having great sex with someone, the next minute you're getting cut open on a surgeon's table. <laughs> yeah, and it was just even in there, like I was so obviously I was drunk, but like I always say, like, thank God I was, because I would have been so panicked. Um and it was also as well, it was quite late, like at night, so I couldn't really talk to anybody because nobody was awake. So like I tried to ring my parents and stuff, but like obviously they were asleep. So I was kind of just sitting there texting him, but I didn't want to freak him out. Just being like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> and then that's why I made the stories because I always make stories anyway about things, and I, I didn't think that everyone would see. And I was just like, "I'll just update everybody as I go." <laughs> oh my god! It went proper viral. It went all over Twitter. It went all over Instagram. Everyone's like, "Have you heard this? Have you heard this?" People send it to me about a hundred times, and I was like, "Okay," <laughs> like this, you poor thing. Like, yeah. oh my gosh! And it was weird because. Of- the, the time span so when I woke up I didn't really think people would see it like I you know I thought a couple a, a couple hundred or something is like kind of what I'd get normally if it was something interesting I woke up and I had 20,000 views on my first story and I was like oh maybe it's the anesthesia because I was so kind of stoned off and I was like oh no and I got a nurse to come over and I was like is this is this real and she was like oh my god and I was like oh no <laughs> of all the things to go viral for like did you ever think it was yeah. gonna be because of a butt plug gone gone lost gone missing no never oh my gosh the I only mean- great thing was that they all the nurses were saying it's so common that they literally get a couple of people a week that this happens to you I'd never what? heard of it before yeah. it happened to me but apparently it's literally a couple of people wow. like it happens all the time that's yeah and like you know I think that's it's almost good to hear that because it it is that common although we wish it wouldn't happen to anyone because you had a bit of a recovery process as well I was looking at your stories and you're there just saying you were in bits and the anesthetic kind of wiped you out and then you had to also deal with the whole process of when to have a poo afterwards and that was like a scary sounding thing yeah that was really intense so they kind of 
I think like normally you're meant to wait after surgery because anesthesia uh, concentrates and stuff and all the painkillers because I was on like oxynorm like really strong painkillers um, and basically you're meant to wait until you like have a view in hospital to have someone go home but obviously it's a surgery ward so they need beds and stuff so they kind of just let people go home like fair enough and I kind of asked but they're like no no you're grand and they gave me like laxatives and stuff which makes you like it basically stimulates you to go but if you don't take softeners you you know you're kind of basically like your poo won't be ready to go okay and they were like oh yeah you have to make sure it's it's take all these softeners now because basically they were like if you poo like too hard you could like rip your arse so basically you'd have to come back in and get surgery oh my god so I was already like scared to go yeah because they were like it's so fragile and they're like you really can't do that like you'll have a you know bad surgery again I was like oh god um so I went home and was taking them and stuff and that's but they didn't give me enough stuff they were giving like two a day which isn't enough everyone the great thing about actually sharing on Instagram loads of nurses were writing to me and doctors and everyone and surgeons and so I was getting all this advice of what to do which was actually amazing um and people text me every day have you done a poo yet have you done a poo? <laughs> um one woman was like I'm getting married today but like I really I really am more excited like for you to have a poo and I was like oh my god <laughs> there's mad messages but it was like almost like a little community with my stories and because like, everyone was like up, wanting updates and stuff um and then basically I felt like I had to go the next day start you know what obviously well, I knew it would be a long process didn't want to like push I didn't want to set my hours basically so it was just kind of um couldn't go for hours hours, hours and had an, an impaction which is basically when your poo is kind of in your hours ready to go but it can't move and it's stuck because it's like a rock okay from all the painkillers and stuff and was like that I know and I had to I just rang DDoc and stuff I got like I got some stuff in the pharmacy my friend came over and took care of me thank god shout out to my friend says she literally took care of me and went and got mini enemas and everything she was giving me like literally it was a very i mean we're already best friends but i think we're closer than ever now after that you would be um, yeah, <laughs> yeah up and close then, and personal yeah. um and then i rang the doctor and just said look this has been for like you know like nine hours like what and she was like okay i'm gonna give you the emergency meds but if you don't go by tomorrow morning you're gonna have to go and get it surgically removed and get <gasps> surgery again and I was like you're joking oh my god I know so I was really upset I was like I can't do another only because obviously you're alone in the hospital and no visit I was like I really I can't I hate hospital I can't and she was like look I'm just gonna prescribe you like six things she was like, basically just take everything and I'll just pray that basically that you shit yourself by now and that's literally what ended up happening <laughs> okay <laughs> I got adult nappies when I was sitting there and I was like oh my god my <laughs> just happened but I was I have never been so happy I was dancing <laughs> everything afterwards you put on music like I really was like wow yay <laughs> I was so happy I didn't have to go to the hospital oh my god um, the relief and yeah. also the I know I was so happy but the doctors are saying just about the me waiting at home that like if I didn't or had waited loads of days like it could have been really really bad and I also um forgot to say I got a message off a surgeon who works in ICU and she was saying that there's two people in ICU with the same thing but they waited at home and basically the plug obviously knocked off their different organs so one guy has stone bag and stuff will have for the rest of his life and another guy nearly died 
because oh of what of what happened like the same thing long traveled yeah wow um because basically when you bench you push it up more so it tra- it'll keep traveling because i kind of learned it basically if you get something stuck in your vagina there's only so far it can really go yeah like it won't you know it can't continue so like if you clench and stuff you're actually making it worse and make pushing up more and it'll just hit off everything and because it's a metal plug as well obviously that is so the weight of it like so yeah. it's just so dangerous so um, yeah they were just saying thank god you came straight in because of right away so that's just the big thing that i'm trying to the big message to get home i think as well I think a lot of girls were like saying, oh, I would have stayed now. And I think it's like a shame thing, kind of. Yeah, of course. Um, you yeah. know, like, and being embarrassed. But I, yeah, and I think it's kind of as well, it's like a book plug. It's not even like something in your vagina. You think, oh, God, like, you know, I'm a woman and I'm doing stuff to do with my hair. So, but it's like, literally no one cared in there. Like, they didn't even blink. Like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's like you're saying, if they're seeing it so common, they're probably like, oh, here's another one we know. At least they know what to do, you know, in this situation. So god though that's yeah, scary really yeah yeah no, it was really scary but yeah they didn't even care they weren't even like i didn't know was kind of with me like i i rang first to say do i really they were like yeah and i was like i have a book and they're just like yeah cool grand whatever and they, they don't even say they're kind of like oh foreign object and all this <laughs> like saying different words for it but it just made you so comfortable and they were just kind of so focused on getting it out that they've no time to kind of embarrass you so do you know what i mean it's just so ground like yeah and it's just another day at work for for doctors like they see all sorts so they're just going yeah grand what do I do fine they're not there to judge or anything like that and they actually even gave it back to you in a little bag did they um yeah I totally forgot so I was um, going to see and you know they were kind of robes and the the nurses bring me like oh, like you can leave your underwear on they'll take them off and I was kind of like, okay grand because you feel a bit kind of weird maybe being exposed and I was like grand and I woke up and I said oh like where's my underwear and I kept joking saying oh I'd love the plug back there would have been so funny I love and I looked to my left and there's this bag with my name and I was like what is that and I was like oh my god they gave it back to me <laughs> and I suppose like what else would we do with it like put it in the bin so I was like that is actually a big gas I oh wanted to frame it and put do it you oh my god you have to frame that yeah I think get like one of those shadow box things and put in your like your hospital admission yeah be a good conversation piece people watch that i'll be like oh sit down on this story (laughs) oh my god honestly yeah please do that like because that's yeah that's it's your claim to fame now as well (laughs) so yeah it's really i like I've been out obviously now that I'm better and like on walk my friends or maybe having you know can um in town and stuff uh seeing people after and like twice now I was on the Lewis once and these two girls were like looking at me staring at me and then they looked down the phone and then they looked back up and they nodded to each other and I was like oh, <laughs> oh no. and then another time at the canal from home they were like book plug girl hey you're book plug girl I was like hi <laughs> so weird that must feel like a weird thing yeah it's kind of weird and some people I met up with after um the guys friends they just kind of like came up to me like hey how are you it's like nice to meet you I was like hi you know I'm Emma and they're like oh yeah like how's your hair filled I was like oh yeah okay yeah it's grand mine it's like (laughs) 
not normal topic of conversation for for most people. But no, I am really glad that you know you are talking because, like you're saying, if people are if there's one to two a week and then you're getting all those messages and stuff, like people obviously just like it's so common. And those little butt plugs with the jewels on them, they're so common. They're everywhere because they're really cheap. They're just you know it, it's like butt plug one hundred one kind of you know starter kit kind of thing. Yeah, literally that. And then, like, obviously, though, they look cute. They're like, oh, cute. I'll get this. And, like, mine, mine literally came in plastic, no box, no nothing, like, no warning, no anything. And I'd like, I'd also used bubbles before, so I thought I knew everything. Um, and there was literally no instruction, nothing on it at all, which I think is really, really insane. I think a warrant for those, especially. I mean, I don't think they should be sold, but I think those ones need to have writing on it you can't just sell it in wrapping plastic i think that's insane yeah um also yeah. uh the lovely lady from sex shop was chatting to me and she has all body safe toys and everything so i'd say to everybody to go there and she was explaining to me if you're buying stuff you should be silicone or plastic and always a tapered base always 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 Oh, that's 100%. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Shauna from Sex Shop it is fantastic. If you want a 10% discount, you can also use West 10 to get a discount on buying body safe butt plugs as well. So there you go. But yeah, that tapered base is important because I think like most people don't realize like your, your ass, like the muscles are like super strong. Like they will suck anything up that is, is, is around there. Like they're like Superman kind of strength of, uh, for your ass. So it's like the, anything that's you know doesn't have that tapered base is going to get sucked up as you unfortunately found out the hard way yeah, yeah and especially i think if you're you know having sex or you're doing it like your muscles are going to be moving in that way you know as well like so they're obviously gonna be more liable for anything if it does slip in to just go like and keep going and i think the whole thing of trying to get it out and clenching like you're saying it's just gonna like that's happening it just sucks it up way more but um, I can't, like, I'm just so lucky, like, at the store, when that lady wrote about your man and I see you, like, God bless him, but, like, I just can't imagine, like, and it's so scary because it sounds like such a funny thing, but when I really think about it, if I had I got the stoma bag and everything, like, I literally would have had to leave work because I'm here and have to, you know, lift the people I work with, so that, and stuff like that, or I would have, and I'm thinking, well, I have to move out, and well, like, it's just crazy, like, such yeah. a big domino effect of like what if you know what I mean yeah absolutely and I think at the start everyone was like oh my god this is so funny this girl got a butt plug lost and everyone was kind of laughing and then actually realized this is a lot more serious you know there's a lot more health implications people were were like kind of starting going oh okay I'm learning a lot about this now so you did actually do like a a public service act in sharing those stories (laughs) because I think people learned so much and like you said 20,000 people watching them yeah, yeah, I'm glad. Like, I'm glad I said, but like, yeah, it was, and honestly, it's about to say, like, it was the worst pain I've ever had in my life. Like, and I've had different, certain different things wrong with me. Like, I was in being diabetic, I've had a lot of like ailments and stuff, but it was the, I can confirm, like, the worst pain once, especially once I came home and like the drugs wore off, and then you're kind of just on like paracetamol and crap. You're like, this is not, like, <laughs> I can't do this. But, um, yeah, no, it was just, it's just wild. But on, I think, yeah, the biggest thing, even if you get something stuck, yeah, anyway, even if you're enjoying anything, just please go to the doctor, go to the hospital. Like they said, they don't care. They just want, because I think if you go later, like it could just be so much worse. And it's just so scary. So weird. Also, my favorite part was not even making stories from people replying. My parents, because they weren't awake, I was just ringing and ringing and ringing the house phone to try to wake them up. And then I eventually just voice noted them because I had to tell them what was going on. So I was just there, like drunk, I think being like, 
home. I've, uh, but I've, uh, two moms. So I was like talking to my mom and my stepmom. I was like, hi guys. I was like, so I'm in hospital. Um, there's a book plug up my arse and it's not. <laughs> I just can't even imagine for them to like play this voice now when they wake up in the morning. It must have been so weird. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What did they say? Yeah, they were just like, obviously, because they, they were just worried because, you know, it was kind of like a surprise surgery and like, obviously, you know, no one expected it. And like I said, being diabetic in time to heal and stuff. And because when you're put under, you know, you have to keep my blood sugars and everything right and stuff like that. So it's kind of more awkward to do surgery, obviously. I mean, you know, but uh, so they were just like, oh, my God, that's awful. Like, are you OK? But blood, you need stuff. They were like so supportive because they were quite like liberal anyway. And we discussed stuff like that. But I just think I just have this like image then waking up. I'm thinking, oh, Emma was just like, oh, she sent something like, oh, I wonder if she's right. And then just like listening to your only daughter being like, mom, I'm in A&E and I have to get into the surgery. Um, but they were grand with it. Yeah, they were just more worried that I was okay. Like, Yeah, and, and that's, that's a really good point as well. Like some people go, oh my God, like, what can I tell my parents? And most of the time your parents are just gone we just hope they're okay and healthy and happy. That's it. They don't really care that much about the rest of the, the other stuff. Yeah, they totally, exactly, they totally, like, you know, glanced over that part. Like, obviously, we can, like, laugh at it, but they're just initially, like, okay, like, what do you need? What can we do? You know, kind of, you know, parents are starting to bring into action, like, like, what can I do right now to help? That's all, like, they didn't even care, like. Yeah, oh, that's, no, good parents. And come here, though, did you see your man again <laughs> after everything? Yeah, everyone was asking me, so I actually <laughs> did, and he, um, I had to, like, I had I kept making plans and cancelling. I'd make a plan and I'd be like, mm, actually, I'm still an adult nappies and I don't think I can go for a walk today. And then I cancelled and then I did. Yeah, no, I did see him again. Um, and he brought me flowers and all. So Aww. it was a nice reunion after all the stress. <laughs> I'd say. And was he watching the stories at the same time? Yeah, he was watching the stories and stuff because I was like texting himself also because I was like drunk. I didn't really have but kind of all the updates I was putting in my story anyway, so I didn't really have kind of anything extra to say, but um, my house uh, locks kind of behind itself again, so I was like, oh, you can go, that's why I left him, because I was like, oh, if you need to go home, you can leave, you know, you don't need me here to lock it up, so he was like, oh yeah, like I just left, blah, blah, and then I was texting him when I woke up, but I wasn't making sense, I look back at the messages, it's all just gibberish, because I was so out of on the anesthetic so I think he was just watching the story and work so it wasn't really making that much sense to be able to text so oh my god like that's talk about making a, a first impression on everybody wow that's <laughs> I know yeah I'm, I'm really excited when people say like oh what's the worst date you've ever been on I'm like oh well <laughs> oh my god you need to go on first dates and and tell this story on tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly, I think it's just funny because when I tell you know in detail I'm like and then I thought they'd just take it out and then they didn't there's so many like twists and turns and then I came home and thought everything was fine and then it wasn't and then like just so it's I felt just like every like stuff kept happening every two minutes yeah but yeah it's just what it was honestly though I'm glad that, like I keep saying though I'm glad I had a few drinks because I think if I had been on day and that happened and I would have just been absolute panic station I literally just sauntered out the door packed a few things and kept being like I'm not really in the mood to go house I'll be grand yeah you sit there there's, there's pizza inside if you want to eat that I was just so chill <laughs> oh my god fair play to you and what was the time frame so between when you noticed it to surgery it seems like it was quite a speedy process yeah so I when it like kind of 
happened like immediately so it was like like I said like late at night and then I think I about maybe like half three or so and then I rang um my best friend Miles so I was just like hey like when what would you do sort of thing like what do you think I was like I googled it but obviously I kind of knew I kind of thought about googling I kind of thought it would be kind of like when if you've had a headache and the internet tells you brain tumor I was like oh I don't know if it's actually that you know if these are the, like proper results if you're getting proper info and there was so much different info on forms and stuff saying oh stay home get out yourself blah, blah, and I really didn't know what to do like it, it wasn't obvious and he was like okay okay I'll have a look blah, blah. and he was like no you need to go so I was in the hospital by like four um because I packed a bag so like you'll probably stay overnight and then I had to I think I had waited like an hour or two and then went to surgery but I was out of surgery by the morning like it was very yeah it wasn't maybe like five hours or six hours it was quite all like all together like you're saying yeah just kind of one thing after the other because scans and stuff but I obviously skipped the queue like I was saying um but yeah maybe like five hours Okay, that is an action-packed five hours that you probably never want to experience ever again. Yeah, and even from the time, because even when I went into initially the first scan, when I said like, it, it was okay, it's definitely, it's going to your belt. And then by the second scan, just before surgery, they didn't, they were like, okay, now it's flipped sideways. Now you need to, and it's way closer. So even in the time from just being in the hospital, in like an hour or two, it had traveled so like you know much more dangerously so I think that's why the whole thing of like going to hospital ASAP because that was it even that happened in the hospital you know it wasn't even like that so even in an hour or two it can just flip around and do whatever the hell it wants to do so have to be careful yeah absolutely yeah so have you have you stocked up on uh tapered butt plugs now you've learned your lesson and you're getting the good stuff yeah I'm getting exactly yeah exactly I'm going on sex trip every day looking at everything and <laughs> buying them all I uh she's been so so helpful though I was talking to Sean and she was really like explaining it to me and talking to me about it. and she has um on her Instagram she has like a highlight with all the info and everything so I've been sending everyone there because people were kind of asking me oh what's your and I was like well clearly I don't know so you shouldn't speak to me you should speak to Sean because she's the expert <laughs> But yeah, and I'm reading more about it, but I really, the thing that shocked me was just that it came in plastic with nothing on it and that can just happen. I think it should come with a warning or something or say, you know, like a kind of instruction pamphlet thing, maybe. Um, actually, one girl who wrote to me said the same thing happened to her with that one, said she actually emailed and basically was like, this is crazy. You should not sell that. And they just replied basically being like, we don't care. We're not, we're going to keep selling it. We're not going to change it. So I thought that was a bit, really just not caring about the customer like could you imagine if people are writing to you saying loads of people are getting surgery and they're just like no we don't care it's obviously it must be a big seller for them because like you said earlier because it's cheap I think yeah it's cheap and it's pretty you know people are like a bit of bling and stuff like that but you know obviously like this is the thing because it's to do with sex some people are like oh it's fine we'll just ignore any kind of health and safety stuff but if it was something you're putting in your mouth or your ear or something you know it, that would be regulated and you know all above board but apparently when it comes to your ass it's not yeah and I think it's kind of a, a, a victim blame thing of like well you know you're using it and then you're doing that with it so it's your fault kind of thing which I think is ridiculous and yeah exactly like that's the reason I got it. I literally was just shopping for loads of stuff and it was like cheap and on sale and it was cute and I was like oh yeah I'll get that whatever like I think that's obviously why it sells so well you just kind of see it and you're like yeah cool but like it's it's just mad I've done and I've literally never heard of that before so 
And I think it's because people, they kind of shame him and people wouldn't talk about it because it's like, oh my God, you don't want to say that. But like, honestly, I'm just glad if a few people hear and it changes <laughs> what happens to them, then that makes me happy. Absolutely. We don't need to be worried about shame. I know we still struggle with it, but you know, shame is last century you know we need to be okay with the fact that yeah we have sex in lots of weird and wonderful ways and it's all okay and it's okay to get help if something goes wrong like you did it literally saved the course of your life imagine now you know imagine having to give up your job because something you did in sex went a bit wrong you know like that's not okay you know to have to deal with that so and we don't want shame to be a part of that so no more shame just pleasure and fun and you know being comfortable with sex is the way forward yeah I think actually sharing on story was really validating because everyone like obviously a few people I think on Twitter I just muted the tweet because people some people are being ourselves there but on Instagram I think everyone was so validating like oh this happened to me or oh my god are you okay blah, blah, blah. and everyone was so like sex positive about it which was so nice and it was nice that you know even if I felt a bit about it, I didn't have to like it was nice that everyone was like almost just like oh this happens all the time around or oh I've I'm scared that happened to me and everyone just casually talking about like strangers just chatting about sex but and not having it in a really sexual way just having a kind of nice open conversation about it it was so nice and like really refreshing and like kind of made me feel like I wasn't weird you know to talk about it and that's I think that's it was the nicest part like like I said like it was like a little community I still have nurses writing to me now being like oh this and that and that. like I literally have like people I talk to like all the time from it it's so funny oh that's a, one way to make new friends anyway <laughs> the hard way to make new friends <laughs> that is yeah exactly <laughs> um so you have this on a highlight reel on your instagram will you remind everybody what your instagram is yeah so my instagram is wolverine tits all one word and yeah i have it and you'll see it there's like two highlights because there's so many bloody stories but yeah if you ever you're having a cup of tea and you think oh what I did last time you can go on and have a little break there and you can be there every step of the way with me <laughs> <laughs> fabulous fabulous listen thanks Emil Emma for for chatting to me today and um I'm glad you're on the healing process now and and you know on the mend and learned the lesson the hard way but I'm really glad that you shared it so that others don't have to have that that same experience hopefully so thanks Emil for chatting to me today Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for giving me the time and letting me talk about it. I really appreciate it. Oh, no worries. No worries at all. And then, yeah, for all the listeners, you know, if you want to avoid that, get some good butt plugs over on sexshopper.ie. You can use my code WEST10 to get 10% off. So make sure that base is a flared base um, so your ass can't essentially suck it up in, a, in the height of passion. That's not where we want to be. So thanks, Mill, for listening. And I will chat to you next week.